Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Hugh the Boss. Yo, 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 yo! Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Cue the Boss. I'm going to say that one more time. I like the way that sounded. Cue the Boss. I like it. So listen, guys, today we're talking about something very prominent. I'm noticing it's, it's, it's pretty much a phenomenon, right? And today I want a lot of engagement. I want a lot of people calling in today. Today we're giving out the number early. I want people calling in. You can call in now if you want. 516-253-1150-516-253-1150. Somebody can call in right now if you want, right? Today we're talking about why is the world so sensitive? You know, when we talk to people, right, and, and me, I'm a very caring person. Anyone that knows me, I, I love to bring people to becoming their better selves. I like to challenge them emotionally, mentally, physically, all around the board. I do it on purpose. And the reason why I do it is because I want them to see that they can be greater than what they actually think they can be. Most people haven't meet levels of success yet because of the fact that they don't believe they can do it. So people like me, people respect me and they like my words and they respect my opinion. So I tend to allow myself to stoop to their level or come to a level where I try to focus my energy on them and help them become their better selves. But I just want to ask a question. For those who like my content, that's for any platform. Let's run these likes up. Let's run the likes up. Let's wake up the world. We want everyone to hear this. For those who want to call in, 516-253-1150. Someone pin that number, 516-253-1150. Someone pin that number. Let's call. Call in right now. So I want to ask you a question. Why is the world so sensitive? Why, is every, why does everyone take everything so personal? You know, I'm going to give you a quick scenario. One of my guys, I said to him one day, you know, a good friend of mine, I said, if I tell you the truth, you don't want to hear it. But if I tell you a lie, you won't respect it. So I asked him, how do I have a conversation with you? Right? He said, what do you mean? I said, how can I talk to you? Listen to what I just said to you. If I tell you a lie, you're not going to respect it. But if I tell you the truth, you don't want to hear it. So how do you have a conversation with someone like that? Right? It's hard to have a conversation with someone that don't want to hear truth, right? I'm just going to call it what it is. I've noticed that the world is so hypersensitive. And the world we live in today is sensitivity, sensitivity, sensitivity. So many people are so sensitive, right? And when you speak about anything other than the way they feel, or you, you contest the way they think or feel, you're wrong. But I'm going to tell you something, and anybody else on this live today, in order to grow, one must be willing to hear things that make them very uncomfortable. Let's stop being deflective and defensive over everything. It's not good. You cannot grow when you're not willing to hear for someone from the outside looking at you, telling you about yourself. How are you going to grow when soon as someone say anything to you, the first thing you do is you get defensive, right? And I understand that we live in a world where most of us grew up having to defend ourselves. So I get it in the same breath. You know, at times I felt very insecure when people would talk because of the fact that I always worried about what others thought about me. And I'm going to be honest. I've learned to grow out of that feeling because the reality of all things is if I stayed in that moment or that, that mental aspect, I would have never grown to the magnitude of what I am today. I get people today, my, one of my guys, he actually showed me a comment on a YouTube channel and I'm not going to go into the details of it. I just found it to be funny, 
right? It's this. You're always gonna get hate. You're gonna get people that love your your content. And you're gonna have people that's not gonna love your content. And the reason why they're not gonna love it because sometimes the things make them very insecure to hearing what they need to hear, right? Most people are very deflective and defensive, and that's the reality of all things. How can you fix what you can't see is wrong, guys? How can you? Uh, basically become your better self when you're around people that tell you what you want to hear. Even when it's something you shouldn't, you need to hear, they're going to tell you what you want to hear. It's crazy. Let's look at a life like this, right? Imagine if every day, every class you've ever taken since you've been in school, they basically gave you good grades even when you didn't earn it. What happens at the end of the term? So now when we test you in the real world based on what you, you claim to have learned, you were never prepared. Because we've lied to you, basically. And that's the same thing with telling someone not the, not the truth. Ultimately, you become that person who wakes up every single day pretending to be something that you're not. Because you think that you're at an equivalence in life that you're truly not. Because of the fact that everyone lied to you. Right? It's like the little kid that do a dance and you know it's not nothing and you act like it's something. Okay, you did a flip. Everyone can flip. But let's not over make him believe that he's done something that's never been done in life in history because now this kid get confused right some of the parents I'm going to be honest and I'm going to say this on record I truly believe that a lot of parents have raised their children to believe that they're more special than what they truly are right I think every child is special because of the fact that he's your child and that's a gimme but when your child is not doing anything I don't care because he's your kid he's special that's not true and a lot of people think that they're special they think they're exempt from life's rules this is why you have the people that behave the way they behave and ultimately still believe they're going to have great results. It is next to impossible to have a great results if you're not living in a, a re reality world. If your mind is in this uh, very sensitive box, right? It's a box of sensitivity. I find it to be crazy. Why are you so sensitive of truth, right? If I tell, like I told my son the other day, I said, if I tell you you're tall and if I yell at you, you're tall, you don't take it personal. But if I yell at you that you're lazy, you'll take it personal even when it's true, right? Right now, we're in a time right now, we're in, we're in tax season, right? Everyone knows we're in tax season, right? So here's the logic. I talk to a lot of guys that come in my shop. They already spent the money before they even got it. They're thinking about ways to spend their tax money before they even get it. But then when I talk to them, I'm like, yo, bro, your first idea should be how to invest it. Because it's money you should have never even counted. And the fact that you didn't count this money, you should be able to utilize it to advance your life. If you get $2,000 a year for the next five years, two times five is what? Ten. So you'll be up $10,000 in the next five years just from investing your... We're not counting interest, right? We're not counting interest. But a lot of the young guys and a lot of the young women, they think they're going to be successful without doing anything major. And this is the sensitivity. Anytime you tell someone the truth, they take it very personal, right? And it's, it's sad. I'm going to give you a story. One of the guys that come in my store, he's a police officer. He said he walked into the, to the uh, homeless shelter to serve a warrant. And when he walked into the homeless shelter to serve the warrant, one of the guys who, were, who was there at this homeless shelter said, I could never do what you do for a living. So he looked at him and was like, he thought about what he wanted to say. Guys, know we, you know what he could have said, right? But he didn't say anything to him because he was like, I feel bad for you, right? Because your mentality is you don't want to be a cop, but you'd rather live in a shelter. So what kind of mentality does that man possess 
that he would even think that he's in a better predicament than the cop. I think that's crazy. Well, this is the sensitive world we live in, right? There's another video where the young guy had on very expensive clothes. And the man said to him, man, you don't got no furniture in your house. And the dude said to him in response, but I got on a Mary Jeans. He said, he said, bro, no disrespect. Your, your jeans don't give you a value. He said, bro, look at you. You look like a bum. But he's like, but I own my own home. And, 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 it, and it still couldn't resonate. And it fascinates me. It fascinates me. Like when you, when you talk to people like that, the mentality they have, you value material things more than you value things that are value. Right? And then when you talk to most people who haven't gripped that concept, they still have a mentality of sensitivity. I don't like uh, talking to certain people because I think they're very sensitive. And, and now I have to dumb down how I truly feel in order to accommodate your feelings. How do you grow if you're not willing to hear the truth? This is the question we're asking today, guys. How can one grow if they don't want to hear the truth? To anyone that accepts the truth and want to hear the truth, I applaud you. Let me give you a round of applause and tell you, you are the real MVP. Let me say that one more time. For anyone that's willing to hear the truth and that wants to grow, and they're comfortable hearing things about themselves, you're the real MVP. Because you are on your way to becoming your better self. One has to accept truth in order to become truthful. One living fairy tale or falsehood will ultimately accept falsehood. And why is that? Is because it's easier to be told a lie than it is to tell you the truth. And most people, they don't get anywhere with their circle because they've chosen a bunch of people around them who only add on to their insecurities. And that's a fact. Most people hang out with people that add on to their insecurities. And I'll give you multiple reasons why. For one, most men date women that accommodate the fact that they're not really men. And I'm going to break it down how. Watch this logic. You have a guy who hasn't really accomplished anything, talking about a woman needs to su submit to me, but you haven't done anything with your life. Why would a woman submit to you? Why would a woman follow you? Then you have a woman... I'm going back and forth now. Both of y'all can get it. Now you have a woman who hasn't done anything with her life talking about she want a high-earning man. Like that's, that's mad weird. Like you, you want these things, but you haven't done anything that warrants anything you've done. Right? I'm going to tell you something. When, you, when you've done certain things, only certain energy comes around you. Notice most people get approached by more people that have nothing going on with their life because they don't have much going on with their lives. Most women say a lot of men aren't about much, but sometimes they need to reflect on themselves. And a lot of men say there aren't good women out here. I truly believe there are more good women out here than there are good men. I'm just being honest. Let's look at the statistics, right? You, you're talking about educationally, right? Academically, financially, it's like women are doing well. But yet and still, I, it seems like we devalue the woman that has her own and we villainize the woman that has her own because she come with standards. And I want to say this real well. Men, stop being sensitive when a woman don't allow you to leave because she, she doesn't see you as a man. Right? You get mad because she's telling you the truth. A lot of men will get upset when a woman tell them like, yo, I'm not going to allow you to leave because you haven't done what you were supposed to do with your life. And that's the reality. The only way a woman will allow a man to lead is when she vividly sees this man. You cannot... Yell, kick, scream, and punch a woman into believing that you're a man. If a woman don't see the man that you're portraying, she's never going to allow you to leave. And I'm going to say that on record. All right? And that's the truth. 
In order to change one's reality, one must live in reality. So for those who want to call in, 516-253-1150. Somebody get on the phone right now and call in right now. 516-253-1150. We're talking about why is the world so sensitive? I want someone to answer this question. Why is the world so sensitive? Right? You can't say truth anymore. A lie is respected more than truth. Right? And I'm going to tell you something. It says a lot about you when you got a lot of yes men around you. It says a lot about you, ladies, when you got a lot of yes women around you. It says that you're weak. Right? The world is weak. And a lot of people are expressing their weak ways by saying things like, I'm going to go on a record. I want to talk about this thing, right? It's called um, um, masculine toxicity. How you say it? I said it right? Toxic masculinity? Like, it's crazy. Like, like you, you villainize the alpha strong men because of the fact that they're strong, because they know what it takes to be a man in this world, right? No one wants to hear the strong man cry, right? No one wants to hear the strong man going through emotions, right? It's, it's villainized. Anytime a man feels, we talk about real men, we're not talking about the boys, because boys will find any reason to cry. I'm talking about the real men that are going through things, and I'm talking about emotional, financially, mentally, Right? It's like you're not allowed to really express yourself in this world. Right? And that's the truth. Someone said weak men make masculine women. Wow, I never thought about that. Call in and say that to me. 516-253. Someone pin this number. 516-253-1150. Someone said weak men, weak men make masculine women. Wow, I didn't even think about that. But I've noticed that what happens in society today is now, with the fathers being removed, we have a lot of men who don't want to embrace their manly roles because they never were shown it, right? So they're learning from a, from a woman how to be a man. And that's a major dilemma because a woman can't teach a man to be a man. And you know the killer about this scenario? When you have so many women raising men by themselves or quote-unquote boys by themselves, why don't you create the man to be the husband you always wanted? Right? I find that to be crazy. Let me say that one more time. If you know for a fact that you're a single mother and you hate the men that are existing, let me say that one more time. I want you to hear this. Ladies, if you don't respect or value the men that are in society today and you're procreating a child, why wouldn't you create your son to be the man that you always wanted? A hardworking guy, right? one who pays bills, one who's consistent about his word, you can create this guy to be in that. But sometimes I've noticed that so many single mothers, they tend to cater to the son to the point where he thinks he's a king and he hasn't done nothing with his life, right? Because a lot of the times you have women dating their sons. And while I say dating them, it's making them feel like they're, they're more than what they are and they haven't done anything because they work a job. Like, that's normal, right? I heard someone say today, being a father is like climbing a mountain. I agree 100%. Would you agree with that statement? Being a father is like climbing a mountain. Guys, we got a caller right now. We're going to answer this caller. Let's see what the caller got to say. Caller, what's going on? Caller. Hi, hello. How you doing? What's your name? I'm good. This is Sean. I made the post. Um, you know, weak men make masculine women. Now, I want to hear why you say that. Um, 
And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you if I agree once you tell me what you say, why you think so. You heard me? Uh, you, you, it went out. All right, explain to me why you think that. Well, because it's based off my own experience. Okay. Um, I am someone that uh, I, I hate to admit it, but that's just the reality of it. Uh, being weak. Um, and I'm not, I, I find myself being very masculine and um, just not living in my femininity like I've used to in the past. So you say your father was a weak guy? I'm um, saying it again. Your father? No, no, not my father. Uh, someone I don't know. Okay, and he comes from a he comes from a what? A weak mother? A strong mother? I don't know. I come from a very strong mother. What about him? Uh, no, father, no fatherless. So let me ask you a question. What makes him weak? I'm just curious. I'm just I'm just giving dialogue. Question? What makes him weak? What makes me? No, no. What makes the guy weak? What? Why? Why do you consider him weak? Uh he doesn't come off as uh, very masculine. He scared to show emotion and feelings. Um, you know, he makes comments about you know just just certain comments he makes when he sees. For instance, um, if it's a, if it's around public or so, would you say would you say like he's more sensitive? Say that again. You so you're saying that he's like very sensitive? Is is he just way consistent? It's like no, far is he sensitive? You hear me? Is he very sensitive? And he he's a horrible communicator. If I try to approach him uh, about something, he's very defensive and uh, verbally uh, and verbally abusive. Would you say that he grew he grew up with it just his mother? Just only his mother, right? That was in the household, but he was pretty much I would say absent. He was never there. I, I've noticed, like even like me personally, I, I grew up with a single mother. And I've noticed that I was very argumentative because I've learned that from my mom. My mom is very verbal. And I became the same way at first until I caught on that what I was doing was really beta. And I'm like, that's not really manly, right? And, and, and the, the issue is the sensitivity is the fact that most men won't acknowledge what's wrong with them. See, like what you just said, in most cases, would you agree with this statement? And telling a woman something about themselves tends to usually go left when a man does it. Would you agree with that? I'm sorry, say if, if I if I approach a woman and I tell her something about herself, in most cases it goes left. Would you agree with that statement? It does, and that's unfortunate. Some women can't handle the truth. But then that's what happens to that same man who was raised by a mother who may have behaved the same way. So anytime you approach them and try to tell them anything, they automatically become defensive. So they don't take it as... You're trying to help me. They take it as more like, I got to protect myself. And if you're telling me anything I don't want to hear, it's only trying to hurt me. But in reality, it's actually to help you. I agree. Because that's how it is. Anytime I try to tell him something genuine, genuinely, coming from the heart, he gets very defensive. And, and, I, and I, I strongly believe that 
this trauma that he has been holding in from his childhood. I agree 100%. How, how long you guys been together? Uh, since 2000, about two, since 2010. You guys ever tried counseling? We're actually in the process now for the second time. The first time, it just <laughs> only lasted, his behavior only lasted good for like a month. How, how, many, how many sessions did you guys do? We did about six sessions. Some um, some people some people need longer terms to break old habits, right? Some people I agree. They just they're gonna put on a happy face just to get out of it. But in order to like really embed it, they might need a lot of more sessions, right? There's there's no limit to the amount of therapy sessions. I agree. Um, but sometimes you get to the point where you're tired. Um, sometimes us as women we stay stuck in situations that we know should have been left years ago. And I can honestly say that's the situation I'm in because, you know, it it is hard. Some women don't want to admit that, but it's hard, you know, trying to get out of a situation that you've been in, you know, for so long and you begin to feel stuck. Are there, are there any kids in the situation? None. No. So not, the, I don't have any women. So what, I'm, not, I'm not asking to tell you to break up when I'm just curious. So what would be the reason why would you stay if you're not really, really happy or you don't see it going anywhere. You know what? Honestly, the reason why I'm staying, well, at this very moment, I'm not sure if I am going to stay, um, but it's sad to say, but it's comfort. It, it, I don't think it's sad because the way we raised, a lot of us are raised where it's about survival, right? So it, it depends on how you were raised. I don't think it's sad. A lot of us think like that. That's why we stay on to traumas. There's something called trauma bonding that a lot of people do too. Based on their traumas, they find people who have similar traumas and they bond to them. Right. And you know what? Um, I have met several times, blocked my number, blocked everything. He've always, <laughs> he always found me and I've always left the door open. And it's, that's a bad pattern because he's going to feel as though he can continue to do it because I keep leaving the door open. I truly believe that if you, if you, if that's not, a, that's not good. I can admit that. I agree. But if you put your, I truly believe if you really, really, really put, put your foot down and if he loves you enough where he feels like you're going to leave, he'll work on certain aspects of his life. Right? I think a lot more women have more power than they truly believe they have. When a man is really in love with you, he will do things that, that will show it. If he's not willing to change, that means that's not love. That's like, it might be convenience at this point. Or just we're just used to each other. I agree. You know where you where you from? What state you from? I'm from Maryland. That's what's up. DMV in a, in a, on a check in. I got a lot of love for DMV. Yep, Maryland. Yep, yep, yep. But I appreciate you so much. That was a good conversation. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you. Right. Now that was a good conversation. What she basically was saying was guys like um. You know, she, she doesn't like the fact that she can't approach a man and talk to him without him getting his feelings. And I, and I genuinely feel like this is the society we live in, right? Men say the same thing about women and women say the same thing about men. I feel like it's all about who raised you, right? And that's the word that we use that I don't think we understand really from a total standpoint. It's communication. I think a lot of people lack communication skills. Every time you communicate with them, the first thing they do is they start... They, they listen to respond. They don't listen to hear you, right? 
So I'm like, you didn't even understand or let the, the words digest in your mental your mentality or your mind, right? So the words didn't sit on your brain yet because you're already becoming defensive. As soon as a person says something you want to hear, the first thing you're doing is, I'm like, hold on, hold on, take a breath, calm down. But it's hard to explain that to someone who already has a mentality where it's like, yo, I don't want to hear it, right? How do you make someone hear you who already believe that they know everything? How do you make someone hear you who don't want to see what's wrong with them? You know what's weird? And I want you guys to hear this. I find it very funny how a person could be in their body for so many years and can't see nothing wrong with themselves. But then within seconds, you can see what's wrong with them from the outside looking in. You can literally look at it like, I see why, right? You don't want, you don't want to hear nothing that can make you a better person. And that's a sad mentality. And now that I'm getting older, I'm learning that in order for me to continue to grow, I have to be willing to hear things that make me uncomfortable. I have to. Why? Because again, there are people around you that may see things about you that you may not see. Some people might say, hey, you're too aggressive. Some people might say, yo, you don't listen to people. Some people say, yo, and if the world, and if the room is saying it, that means it's clearly you, right? If I walk into a room where everyone is saying the same thing about me, there might be some truth to it, especially when I know no one is hating on me or jealous of me. Right, let me say that one more time. If I walk into a room full of people and we're having a conversation and everyone is agreeing about the same thing about me, that means there's some truth to it. I might not want to live in reality, but the fact of the matter is the room is seeing what I can't see. But I tell you, sometimes we give ourselves again a disability because we can't see our own foolishness. Right? If you, if you put a blindfold on everything that you do wrong, you will never see what's wrong with you. Right? It's like, it's like, it's like putting, uh, 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 like having surgery, right? And you need, you need a, 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 a good medical doctor. Meanwhile, you go into the local backyard vendor to do your surgery and wonder why you have problems. You got to go around people that's telling you the truth. You got to go around people that's telling you the truth. Let me get another phone call, a call of 516 253. 1150-516-253-1150. Call in. We're talking about why is the world so sensitive? You know, everything you say, you know, yes, I do. Hit my DM, um, whoever just asked me that question, hit my DM on Instagram. Yes, I do. Right? I do. So I do a lot of counseling, guys, just so you know that. A lot of people call, they book sessions. Right? Check my, my DM. I mean, my, my uh, link, LinkedIn, my link tree. What I'm saying is, guys, right, in order for us to continue to grow, we have to be able to tell each other the truth. And I'm going to be honest with you. What I like is she just asked me about counseling for we're a couple. Here's the problem. Sometimes when, when you're dealing with a couple, they're talking at each other opposed to talking to each other. So let me say this one more time. When you, when you have a couple, when you keep talking to each other or talking at each other, you're not going to hear each other because most of the time, both of you guys are listening to respond because it's defense and deflectiveness in this conversation. It's insecurities. It's how I feel, what, what is making me, you know, uncomfortable. All of these things are in this conversation. So ultimately, no one ever, ever gets anywhere in this conversation because everyone is going against what you're saying. No one wants to hear each other. How do you have a great conversation if neither one of you guys are listening to each other? You could say the most basic thing, but if the person is not listening, the most basic thing isn't basic. Look what I just said. A person can tell you, you go to the store and get me a, a, a cantaloupe. 
The person didn't hear you say nothing you said because they're not listening to you. So now all you know is the person just wants you to go to the store, but you don't know what they want you to go to the store for. That's how simple some of the arguments and relationships are. We make everything so complex, but a lot of times it's not as complex as we would like to believe it. You can have a simple conversation with dialogue, right? Learning how to each listen to each other, let them get their whole chain of thought out before you jump on their words, and ultimately you'll see that the conversation will end with better results. But again, watch this narrative, and I want you to stay with me. If I say to you, I think you're ugly, and you cut me off, mid-sentence, automatically you would assume that I just called you ugly. But if you would have let me finish my sentence, I said, I think you're ugly when you're upset. That's a whole different argument, right? But the fact of the matter is you cut the person off before they even finish their chain of thought because you think that you are a, a fortune teller and you can finish their sentence. Stop assuming and sometimes learn to listen. Let the, if a person going to call you ugly, make sure that's what they just called you, right? But if you cut me off mid-sentence, you're going to assume I just called you ugly. And that's what I've noticed that a lot of conversations are. And now here comes the defense. Now here comes the deflection. How do we grow if we don't hear the truth? I'm asking this question. Why is the world so sensitive? I'm curious. I'm asking you guys. Why is the world so sensitive? Someone call in right now and answer this question for me. Why is the world so sensitive? 516-253-1150. 516-253-1150. Why is the world so sensitive? I want someone to call in and answer this question. Why is it so sensitive? Like, I remember growing up, like, like you know, you, you, you were taught about yourself and, and you had to deal with it. And you couldn't run from nobody, right? My growing up was, I, I remember people telling me about myself and I had to learn how to get comfortable with it. You know, my mother didn't care about my sensitivity. If she had to express herself, she expressed herself. And if I wasn't listening, the more aggressive she got, right? And I, and I love the fact that I grew up like that because now I'm able to, Listen to people and understand how they feel. One of my boys just checked in, right? And matter of fact, I want him to hear this. One day, me and him had a, a conversation. He didn't like something I said, right? And I hung up the phone. He came to meet me where I was, right? And this is my boy. This is my real friend. I hung up the phone. He came to meet me where I was. He called me a few times, and I didn't answer the phone, right? Because I was avoiding the conversation. He came to meet me where I was at. And said, no, we're going to have this conversation, right? As a man, he said, let's go on the back and let's talk right now. I'm not leaving until we talk. He didn't punk me. I didn't punk him. But it was like, yo, we need to have this conversation, right? And sure enough, I was upset. But when I walked in the back, I was able to stomach my upset because this is my friend expressing how he feels about what I said, right? If I could have lost a good friend if I would have been in my feelings about him expressing himself. And that's a major issue. Tons of us don't see it that way, right? And it's sad. Alpha men don't have a problem with resolving conflict, right? This was an alpha man with another alpha man, both of us feeling a way, and he felt like, yo, let's get to the bottom of this right now, and I'm coming to see you. He came to see me. We went in the back. We had a conversation, and we actually ended the conversation on a very respectful note. But if we would have let it linger, it maybe never ended that way. And that's the issue where we have in society today. Most of us are so captivated by how we feel that we can't see the realities of life. 
you shouldn't allow your feelings to always lead you. Because sometimes your feelings can lead you wrong, right? Just because I like ice cream every day don't mean it's good for me, right? Too much of anything is not good for you. Let me get a phone call, a caller, somebody call in and answer this question. Why is the world so sensitive? 516-253-1150. 516-253-1150. Somebody call in right now. I'm curious to why is the world so sensitive? Oh, my God. I'm scared about telling my peace to people at times because I'm worried where it could go. And what I mean where it can go is you're going to lose a, a relationship. You're going to lose a friendship nowadays if you tell the truth, right? I love the fact that my, 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 my friends can be vulnerable to me and I'm not going to judge them. Whether I agree or disagree with what they're doing, I still have to respect that. That's, that's their decision. But I want to be able to say, I don't think that's right or I think it's wrong. Or I think it's right. I got to be able to say that both ways. And I think that's how the communication should be today. Most of us don't like the truth. Someone wrote on the live, so too many people are, too, are fatherless. And the examples that a lot of us have as fathers aren't great examples. Let me say that again. The world is very fatherless. All right, let me say this one more time. The world is very fatherless. And a lot of the times, we don't have great examples of what fathers are, right? And that's a major dilemma. I've learned how to be a better father from some of my friends. I got a good friend on my life right now named Vlad. I think he's an amazing father, right? I think he's an amazing dad. You know, it's tons of people that I deal with on my regular that helps me become a better man and a better father. But if you're not around people that's, not t that's telling you the truth, how will you be better at anything, right? I embrace challenge. In order to be great, one has to embrace challenge, right? So let's start being sensitive over every little thing. Everything people say affects you and bothers you. Let me ask you a question. We're talking about getting to certain levels in life. How can one get to certain levels if one is not even comfortable with hearing truth? If I'm doing something absolutely wrong, if a person tells me it and I'm not willing to hear it, especially when they're doing better than me, <coughs> how, do I, how am I going to get to the next level? There's a saying that I can't stand. Anytime you tell someone the truth, you are a hater, right? This is the new, the, the new phenomenon. You're a hater. Someone doing better than you is not going to hate on you. <clears throat> they don't have no reason to, especially if you think they love you and care for you. Let me say that one more time. If a person loves you and cares for you, I don't see why would they hate on you. It don't make sense. It don't make sense. I'm hating the fact that you're making a poor decision. I'm hating the fact that I consider you a friend and I'm allowing you to, to lose. And if I don't say anything, I'm a bad person because how are we really friends when I'm not willing to tell you the truth? That don't make sense. Hold on, guys. I'm just getting over my allergies. We're in the allergy still season, so... Again, I'm just getting over my allergies, so don't judge me. But how, how does one get better without truth? How does one fix what they can't see, right? I love the fact that I'm being challenged. I get DMs on, this, on my page that ask me questions. 
that sometimes make me very uncomfortable, right? We all love the generic questions that are easy to answer. There are some things that, are, that, are, that, that open my mind. Some of the people that call into this podcast done made me like, wow, right? Made me even reevaluate my blessings and more grateful. I've noticed at times we're very ungrateful. Very, very, very ungrateful. That's everybody. Things don't have to be going good for you to be grateful. As long as you live in, you should be grateful. Right? Because you're alive. A day above ground is better than anything else. The biggest blessing is having a day above ground. But let me say this. Question-wise, <coughs> I'm going to my, my readers. Why do you think the world is so sensitive? I'm going to read comments. Why do you think the world is so sensitive? The comments. Yes, we should be grateful to everything, even the small things. I agree. I appreciate that. So I'm asking guys, why do you think the world is so sensitive? Like why? This is a question we need to talk about. Why is the world so sensitive? Someone said it's the fathers, the lack of fathers. To my guys in the studio right now, would you agree? For anybody that's in the studio, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, it's seven of us in the studio. Whoever think the world is more sensitive, because of the fathers not being in the equation, raise your hands. Yeah, weirdos. To the guys in the studio that think that the fathers not being in the equation makes the men more and women more sensitive. Do you agree with that? You agree? Would you think that more people are sensitive because of the fathers not being in the equation? Everyone in the studio said yes. Fathers are very important. But you want to hear something funny? The other day I was talking to this woman, and she got very upset with me. And I'm going to tell you why. I said over 70%. It's, I don't want to exaggerate, but I know it was a mass majority of guys incarcerated. Matter of fact, pull up that statistic for me, Chris. I want to get the right number because people will call you out on numbers. Right? I know a mass majority, but we're going to get the exact number because I want you guys to see this. A mass majority of black men that's incarcerated come from single mothers. 85% of black men that's incarcerated come from single mothers. 85%. Wow. That's a, that's a phenomenon. If you look at that number, 85%. Is that the statistic? That's what it shows? For those who are my live, Google it. Let me see this. I want to show them. Yeah, I want you to see this. Look at this. Look at that number. I'm going to read it to you. It says 70... Wait, where is it? Oh, 85% of all youths sitting in prison today grew up in a fatherless home. Fatherless home breed violence with over 24 million of children living. Absent fathers. That's a problem. 
And that's what we don't understand. Ladies, I'm not taking no jabs or no shots at you, but I'm going to tell you something. By you sitting here telling yourself, I can raise my kid by myself. I don't need no father for my child. You're basically pushing your child to the 85 percentile. Right? I'm not saying, I'm going to be honest, and I'm not going to lie. Most of the guys I know that ended up incarcerated, they come from single mothers. Right? More so the guys I know that come from, even if the father is not with the mother and has a relationship with their father, they're less likely to go to prison. And this is crazy. 85%. That means 15% is the success rate of a single mother. 15%. Google it. Look at the statistics. It's not my numbers. For a guy that actually been there, I know it to be a very prominent phenomenon. It's a lot. And the sad part is we're told that it's, it's, you don't need no man to raise my baby. Ladies, on my live right now, let's be honest, guys. How many times have you seen a podcast? How many times you've seen a social media post? How many times maybe you've had a friend or even yourself? How many times have you heard a woman say, I don't need no man to raise my child? We're being honest. I want to be honest. I want to hear this. Ladies, get out your feelings. If you and the man didn't work out, say this again. Get out your feelings, right? Don't take this personal. This is no shade, right? Ladies, get out your feelings if you and your baby father didn't work out. All right, man, let me take that back. Let me say this one more time. Ladies, get out your feelings and understand that if you and your child's father didn't work out, it didn't work out. Some men are not good in relationships, but they're great fathers. And sometimes I hate to say this on record, but I'm going to say this very prominently today. There are a lot of women who have fathers that want to be fathers to their children. And there are a lot of women who have fathers that don't want to be fathers. And it seems like the women that have the men that want to be fathers tend to not appreciate the men that want to be there. And that's the truth. The women that have dads that want to be there, they give them the hardest time. And it's sad because society tells you if you and this person don't have a healthy relationship as a couple, y'all got to be toxic in parenting. There are some very toxic parents out here. Why? Because they don't think about their child first. They think about themselves. The moment you have a child, it's not about you anymore. It's about your children. Get out your little sensitive feelings and understand that it's about your children. The more you talk about your child's father is the more you're talking about your kid. The more you talk about your child's mother, the more you're talking about your kid because they're a part of your child that belongs to that person. And at one point, the person was good enough for you to get intimate with. So you're talking bad about yourself when you want to really evaluate it. When a man sits down and tells me, yo, Q, my baby mother is trash. I know one guy that has three kids with a woman. He's talking about his baby mother's trash. It took you three babies to realize that? Wow. Three babies. Why? That's Creole. Why? Three babies to realize that this baby mother's no good. Ladies, it took you three babies to realize that he was no good. Three babies? I can understand one. But three sounds crazy. Two even sounds crazy. Right? I'm going to tell you, guys, 
Let's work on our sensitivity and start seeing that, yo, at the end of the day, it is better for your child to have some form of relationship with their father than not. The harder times, you, yo, let me say this on record. Child support should not be a means of punishment to a father. It should be a means of keeping him financially obligated to take care of his child. Let me say this again. Ladies, don't hate me. I'm going to be honest. Child support, ladies, shouldn't be a means of punishing the father. Child support should be a means of holding a father financially responsible to taking care of his child. Ladies, stop getting mad at the father that you chose that don't have money and you're crying about child support when you know he didn't have it before you had a child with him. I hold you financially obligated because I'm going to tell you something. If I choose a woman who economically has no money and we have a child, I think I should be on the hook to have to I'll take care of that child. And the reason being is because I knew who I was having a kid with. You cannot squeeze water from a dry well. You want to hear something crazy? There's, there's laws right now. And, and guys, if you can't see it, they're using this as a reason. And for those who like the content, run the likes up, run them up, run them up, run them up. There are people right now that are using child support as a means of incarceration, right? You have a guy who doesn't have money. He's not paying for the kid because he barely can take care of himself. You laid down and had a baby with him, and you knew this before you had the child with him, that he don't have money. And now you're holding him financially obligated to something that he can't do. He's never been a man. You're mad at a man for never being a man that was never a man before you got intimate with him. You knew he wasn't no man, but you was attracted to the physicality. Get more attracted to the mentality, ladies. Right? Right? No, I'm not putting the, the blame on single mothers. I'm raising awareness. And listen to why I'm raising awareness. And this is me being honest. You know, at one point, guys, we went through something called the mass incarceration, right? We went through a mass incarceration. And there were a lot of people who were massly incarcerated for very small crimes. So now you have a lot of fathers who are removed from homes. Ladies, you guys are doing really well. And this is nothing new, right? It's been like that since the beginning of time. There is something called divide and you shall conquer, right? Watch the divide and you shall conquer. Division is amongst all, all sexualities, everything. Watch the logic. Initially, the division was making men go against each other, right? So now you had men fighting against each other for things that we're supposed to be working together to have. Then it changed. Well, it's still there. Then it went even further, right? Not only did the men go against the men, now it's the older versus the younger. Isn't that a prominent thing, right? The older versus the younger. So the older generation and the younger generation, they can't even cohabitate anymore. And lastly, the third one, it's more than that. You had the Caribbean against the American. It's all of that. We can go light skin against dark. We can go all day with these things. But the last thing is, and it's working, the strongest person in the household today, in most households, is the woman, right? If I make the woman 
go against the last breed of men that we have, we're gonna, they're going to do the work. Ladies, some of you guys are strong enough to run the household. I'm going to be honest with you. I've met some very, very strong women. And in order for us to procreate strong men, we have to understand that a lot of us have been doing a lot. A lot of the men aren't where they are because they weren't raised by strong men. But a lot of women are doing really well because of the fact that they come from very strong women. So, of course, you're going to have a high volume of strong women and less strong men because of the fact that there are not a lot of strong men raising strong men. So for my ladies, by you understanding that there are a lot of strong women, so there will be a lot of strong women. So sometimes I have to say this, lady, you guys might have to pull your brothers up. Right? And it's the truth. Let me say this. Right? It said, get out your feelings. Black men specifically don't take care of their children. And stop blaming it on everybody but yourselves. Ain't nobody in their, into their feelings. It's all facts. I disagree with that statement. And this is the reason why I disagree with that statement. A lot of black men don't take care of their children because they don't know what taking the care of their children looks like. Right? They don't understand it. I asked my son one time. I said, let me ask you a question. If I prepared you for a job, and when you went to go get the job, you got the job. Will you be good at the job? He said, yes. I said, why would you be good at the job? He said, because you prepared me for the job. I said, so I'm basically preparing you how to be a father, right? He said, yes. I said, so when you do have your child, will you be good at it? He said, yes. I said, why? He said, because you're preparing me. So let me ask you this question. I became a father at 17. I was horrible at it because of the fact that my dad wasn't there. I didn't understand it. Right? To me, it was giving a couple dollars and that was it. It was like more like a, a person, you know, when they get a dog, they hyped. And then after they see the responsibility of it, they're not hyped anymore. That's how I was. I was evasive of, of being a, a father because I didn't know what it was. In my mind, I'm giving money. In my mind, I'm doing my best. But in reality, I wasn't. But if a person like me would have had more of a, a better example of what it is, it would be normalized. But the one thing I did have is a strong mother that told me how to provide. So that's what I thought was the, the being a father. See, I wasn't intact with my emotions because of the fact that no one showed me that a man can be sensitive at times. A man can feel. So I didn't know that. So anytime I felt, the first thing I would do is behave like my mom and start yelling because that's what my mom did. I always yelled. Because of the fact that she showed me this, what it was. So later on in life, I learned that this was wrong. By being around more alpha men, showing me how to behave. Because before, initially, when I wasn't ready, I posed as an alpha male because of the fact that I didn't know what it looked like. And that's a major dilemma. What I'm saying is, there are tons of women out here right now who's been single mothers for years. Over 85%. That is a big number. That means it's been like that for years. And if I bet you we track wreck those numbers for over the 15, 20 years, it's probably been going like that. It's been like that since I was a kid. So it's nothing new. What I'm saying is ladies are strong. And a lot of the women might have to step up and raise the men. My mom did it, right? I'm a strong man. And I was raised by a single mother of six. Of six. But I learned how to be a man later by seeing it. See, it's easy to say what should, could, or would be if you don't have the example, right? A person that never, if I grew up with a million-dollar father, let's look at the logic. If I grew up with millionaires as parents, what are the chances of me being a millionaire? Is it higher if I grew up with a millionaire parents? 
or is it higher if I grew up with broke parents? Ask that question. It's going to be higher if you grew up with millionaire parents. Because if I grew up with parents that all got degrees, is it higher that I'm going to get a degree? It's, it's just what it is. Right? And my son is 20 years old. So what I'm trying to say, guys, when you, when you understand that more people need to understand that being examples, let's be accountable. Right? We don't understand that tons of us don't see that we're making poor decisions. It's easy to point the finger at men and women. But like I just said, 85% of the mothers are single mothers. 85%. That's a big number, bro. That's a big number. So let's go ask where these men are. Let's ask this question. The men, let somebody call in. You're on my live call in right now. 516-253-1150. Call in right now. 516-253-1150. I want to hear your point. 1150 is the last four numbers. 253-1150. 516-253-1150. I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear how you feel about this. Right? I don't think it's a pointing of a finger. I think it's stating the obvious. The obvious is that there are not enough men to accommodate these 85% of single mothers. So if the, if the numbers are so far off, that means there's a problem. How do you fix the problem? Right? We got to raise our men to be stronger, whether you're a single mother or not. Right? My mom said to me, the one thing she said to me, and I, and I respect it, she said, I wanted you to never need a woman. Right? So my mom basically instilled in us that we don't go live off of women. Even when I was more intact with my feminine ways, I never, ever depended on a woman financially. I never lived off a woman. I never borrowed money from a woman. I never moved into a woman's place. I've never done any borrowed a woman's car. I've never done those things because my mom showed me that men don't do that. But here's the issue now. There are tons of men who are doing that. So who is allowing or teaching them that this is a normal mentality? My mother never made me feel like I was her husband. My mother made me feel like I was her son. There are tons of women nowadays who are raising their boys as if they're their sons. Let me say this again. Growing up, my mom never made me feel like I was her husband. My mom made me feel like I was her son. And my duty is to help my mom. My duty wasn't a husband. A husband comes with some kind of a, a what's the word, a, a, um, entitlement, right? When a woman, when a son sees his mother as his wife, there's entitlement, right? He's entitled to her as if it's her. He's, she's his. So for me, I've noticed that I never had that mentality because my mom never allowed me to have that mentality. My mother didn't give me the bigger piece of chicken because I was a man. My mother didn't give me the bigger piece of chicken until I became a man. Until I was able to put food into the house and the groceries because of the fact that now I'm worthy of, of having these things. That's what it was. But I've noticed that tons of women that ha are coming from single homes, stop blaming yourself and, and making this boy think that he's entitled to things because his father wasn't there. Put a shell around him. Put a neighborhood of people around him. Good role models, mentors, right? And that's how you protect them. You know, one thing I love about my barbershop, everyone that comes there, they know that my barbershop is more of a mentorship. It's not just about haircuts. It's, a, it's, it's a how we deal with the community. 
how we make people feel, the conversations we have, right? I notice that tons of us are evasive of these conversations because of the fact that we get uncomfortable. And I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of the times, and I don't care who get mad at this, right? And this is me saying this on record. I bet you a lot of the women that are getting mad at me saying that a lot of them are raising theirs. Let me say this again. I bet you a lot of women who are getting upset at the fact that the man is sitting here saying that tons of boys are not doing well because a lot of the mothers treat them like little kings and they're not kings. They have to earn their rights to be called a king. But yet and still, you're making them feel entitled. I have family members that move on from women to women to women living in their place because someone didn't do a good job with them. It's the truth. It is a mass fact. But a lot of the times, like I said, the world is so sensitive. And that's exactly what's going on now. People that get on the live and the person that said that a minute ago, the comment that you just showed me, Andre, yeah, I bet you he's the one that's very sensitive. Right? I'll tell him as a man, pull up your panties. Man up. Stop getting in your feelings over truth. Right? I'm alpha enough to say the truth. We have a problem already. We cannot fix the fathers not being there. 85% of the fathers are not existing because they're incarcerated. Look at this narrative. Stay with me. If you have 85% of, men, of, of children growing... Let me say this one more time. If you have 85% of children that's incarcerated growing up without fathers, where are the fathers? They're incarcerated. It's common sense. So if these men are incarcerated, that means our women are going to have to step up and still raise these young kings, these young queens, by teaching them how to be, by leading by example. Stop TikTok dancing with your daughter. Stop hitting the quan with your son. Your son is not your BFF. Your daughter's not your, that's my best friend. That's not your best friend. That's your daughter. It's the truth. So if someone getting their feelings, I don't care. I don't care. The truth hurts. I'm a father. I do not need a broke best friend, which is my son. I don't need it. Look, everybody's saying it. It's facts. The people that's going to stay on this podcast and that's going to enjoy it is the ones that want to hear the truth. The ones that's going to evasive and, and avoid it are the ones that want to hear a false reality. Again, one plus one equals two. Simple logic of mathematics. Let's get this caller. Caller, what's going on, caller? Caller, what's going on, caller? How you doing? How you doing? Good, good. This is a really good conversation. I'm enjoying it. I appreciate you so much. What's your name? I have a couple of things. I'm listening. Um, I agree with you that, you know, the dads are not here. They're incarcerated. Um, the ones that are not doing what they need to do have been taught that either by their moms or the fact that, you know, as women, we have lowered our standards. Agreed. Because there, is, there are less men, so we're accepting, you know, bare minimum and some not even that. Agreed. So there's, you know, a crisis of, I feel like, uh, availability or abundance. That Agreed. 100%. You're 100% right. Um, it's also to the point that, you know, as women... We have had to step up, and I don't make any um, apologies for that because the life that I give my child, I have one son, is the life that he deserves okay. based upon my effort and okay. my, my, you know, 
my um, desire to give him things in this world. Okay. Um, I'm also a single mom. I was married to his father. It didn't work out. Okay. And my his dad has 100% availability for his child. It's not based on whether he provides or doesn't provide. That's, you know, neither here nor there. At the end of the day, as a woman, I realize there are things that I cannot give my child. I can't give my child masculinity. I can't give him a masculine role model. Agreed. So, I mean, as for myself. Agreed. So I understand that as a limitation of myself. Agreed. Can, can I ask you a question? Pardon me? Can I ask you a question? How, how old is your son? Now, let me ask you a question. This is why I always ask the mothers. They get mad when I say this. If you were 16 and your son wasn't nothing to you, no blood, no relation, would you date him? Would I what? If your son, if you were a 16-year-old girl and you were in school with your son, he wasn't your son, would he be a guy that you would view as dateable? Absolutely. My son is a great guy. And I want to tip my hat to you, Mom. I want to tip my hat to you. Because there's a lot of women that say the opposite. And I'm like, they get mad when I tell them the truth. I'm like, sister, you can't create a, a, a son. You got to create a man that's going to be able to take the torch and lift the, uh, the next man up. Right? And that's what I'm doing with my son. And I'm a single father raising my son by myself. You have to teach your ch children. And you have to model good behavior. So that your child can see, because I can tell him 50 million things. Yes. If I'm doing the exact opposite, he's going to go ahead and do what I do. Yes. So, you know, I don't have a relationship. So my son doesn't have a relationship that he can model. Okay. What I do is that I show him what respect looks like. Agreed. I show him what, you know, uh, care and concern for somebody else looks like. So that he can know these things for himself. So that when he does get into a relationship when he's older, that he can understand that that's how you show love and respect to somebody is by doing the things that we do in our household. I agree 100. Everything you said, Mom, as a, I'm a strong man myself, and everything you said is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. The accountability, the, the, the showing them consistency, right? I, I, one guy said to me the other day, he, he, this is what's crazy. He said to me he only dates women that are promiscuous because that's all he's seen his mother do. And then when I said this to the mother, I'm doing a counseling session. The son came out and said it. I'm only dating promiscuous. She complains about him, his, his, his promiscuous ways, but that's what he grew up seeing his mother do. Now she's into the church, right? But the son saw this behavior as a normal pattern. And now she's upset at the fact that he's repeating what he saw. I understand she's changed. She's grown. But he has to get out of this mentality now the same way she has, right? She... And the sad part is, she scold him, she, she chastise him, she don't sit there and tell him, like, you know how wrong it was and the poor decisions I made? She don't do that. She seems like, I didn't know no better. She gives herself every excuse in the book. So the son is not respecting her. And I'm, I'm trying to explain it to her, she's being so combative. And I'm simply saying the son don't want to hear you because you're not sitting here saying, I made poor decisions and I don't want you to do the same thing. Own it. There you go. Own it. That's the thing, and I think that's why we're stuck. There's people don't want to learn and accept themselves. Yes. If you don't accept the bad about yourself, you cannot change it. Yes. <laughs> You're 100% right. You know, 
and it's not hard because at the end of the day, when you own your truth, you own yourself. Nobody can shame you. Agreed. So growth is just that. You can make a mistake 50 times. And the 51st time you're like, you know what happened? I get it now. And you move on. You're not that same person that did it 50 times because now you've moved on. Agreed. And you are basically your habits. So if you do good habits moving forward from that time, then that's who you are. Agreed. Change. Yes. And I feel like it's hard being a single mom. It is hard. It is. It is. But it's it's something that is honor and it builds character. It does. At the end of the day, I don't do it by myself. My son has a relationship with his father. Okay. But I'm a huge part of that because he lives with me. Agreed. His day to day is me. Agreed. And it's okay to mess up. I feel like your children, because you know, I'm sure you realize there are things about your parents that you didn't necessarily like. Came to understand that there were people. Of course. And they did you the best that they can. Of course. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing with my child. My child is going to be like, you know what happened? My mom wasn't perfect, but she did the best that she could. Agreed. And, and that's okay. And mom, you want to hear something? I want I want to give you your flowers. And, and the reason why I want to give you your flowers is because you you honestly are the definition of what I'm trying to preach and what I'm trying to show. One thing I love and I'm hearing from you is the accountability. I'm hearing the leading by example. I'm like, yo, this is what we have to accept. There are tons of women out here right now just talking bad about men that they've chosen. And they've chosen bad men to have children with. And then they're getting mad and putting all the men in a box, ultimately recreating young women to hate men because of some of their decisions. And I'm like, yo, some of the guys I meet, I'm like, yo, you, this your baby father? Within three minutes, I'm like, he's horrible. And I'm like, but you got to look what you've done wrong, right? I didn't want to be a single father, but it was the cause I was dealt, and I owned it. And you don't hear me sitting on here talking bad about my child's mother. You know, we do what we have to do. But again, there were red flags that I ignored also. But I can own my stuff and move on and, and, and still raise a, a productive citizen, right? And that's all it is. Is the lack of accountability that I'm seeing that's so prominent in our culture that we can't fix it because the moment you start talking to someone about, they, they get sensitive. That's the whole topic today is being sensitive. They don't want to hear no truth. For me, it's that people don't want to, you know, right now everybody wants to feel special. Everybody wants to be it. Everybody wants yep. to be, you know, I, 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 I call it the participation trophy, right? We give out trophies to everybody. Yes. So at the end of the day, people don't necessarily want to earn or, you know, excel at anything because they figure, oh, I deserve the best just because. I agree. It's not that that's wrong in the, in the fact that if you, you need to give yourself the best. I agree. You understand? I agree. And people are sensitive because they don't want to accept the things that are wrong. Agreed. We don't want to hear that, you know, X, Y, Z is bad or you don't want to go, even with employees, you know, you receive your evaluation and it's like, well, what do you mean? Blah, 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 blah. That's how you become better at your job. Agreed. It's when people you know, are critical and say, hey, you need to fix that, you need to work on that, and boom. It doesn't mean you lose your job. It means this is how you can do it better. 100% facts. So, you know, if you're somebody that can accept criticism and learn and grow, next year your, your review is going to be better. And I feel like that's how we need to be and, and not be, you know, so complain about everything like that. Mom, you're 100% right. What's your name again? It's Trisha. Trisha, I love you. I value. I value you. You the kind of people I want to talk to, right? 
Because these me, we're the kind of people that can fix certain minds, right? Because there are tons of people on here right now who are in agreement. They're agreeing with what I'm saying. Some people was getting mad at the fact saying, oh my God, you're blaming women. I said, I'm not blaming women. What I'm saying is that the cards are dealt already, right? We know what our hand is. There are, there are tons of single mothers out here. Tons. We cannot keep sitting here talking about the problem. We got to go towards the solution. Ladies, let's warm it up a little bit and start raising our boys a little stronger because of the fact that this is the dilemma. We already have the issue. My, my situation is not going to change it by acknowledging the problem. Most of the men are definitely incarcerated. There are tons of men that look like you and I who are overly sentenced for very small crimes. Right? And, and, and the reason why is because maybe the environment they grew up in was, was this is the way of life. And they thought this is what they were supposed to do. And this is how they behaved. And of course. But, hello? Yeah. It's, no, I'm sorry. You, kind of, you broke up a little bit. But it's true. Like, if you never change your environment or your standards for yourself, then you're not going to get better. And I feel like there's a culture that came on, like one of the songs that I despise. Yes. And I, it's just me. Is yeah. You can have whatever you like, right? I think that was one of the, a song that like took us left. What's, what's the name too? As a woman, to the left, to the left by Beyonce. Leaves people to sit that they need to sit down there and wait for somebody to come rescue them and give them the life that they deserve. To the left, to the left too by Beyonce did the same thing. To the left, to the left. You know the song to the left by Beyonce. It was another one. It was another one. It was another one. <laughs> to the left, to the left. I mean, yeah. Everything in the car right. to the left. I was like, wow. You know, but this music nowadays is doing that. It's causing more division. If you notice, if you watch my podcast or you watch my content, I don't this just men. I don't this just women. I tell the truth. I'm not pro-man. I'm not pro-woman. I'm pro-truth. And if it hurts the feelings, then I'm like, because maybe the shoe is a little too tight on your feet because it's you that it fits. And, and sometimes I say things about men, believe you me, yo, you got to stop talking about us like, no, man up. But ladies got to understand that the dilemma is we have a lack of fathers. They're not there. And then the men that quote unquote are impregnating these women, they're not men. These women are getting pregnant by little boys. Right. So it's right. just, what are we going to do? I don't know. You, you know what? Change with change yourself first and then move into the next generation. Because yes. at the end of the day, I can't save everybody. Now you're talking. We'll have a conversation with me. I will have. Yes. That I'm raising, I'm yes. Sure I'm doing it to the best of my ability. And this is what and I'm doing with my son. You can do. Teaching my son so to be a better man and a better example for society. But let me, let me, let me go. I, you know, I appreciate your conversation. Jump on this live every Sunday, man. You're amazing. You hear me? I said, no, I appreciate you so much. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me go. But I, you, you definitely, I want you on my live every Sunday. You could always call and I love your con the way you speak and the way you think. Absolutely. I'll be back again. We'll, we'll talk again. No problem. I mean, I appreciate you so much. So guys, just so you understand, this is what I'm trying to do. She got on this live on, on a phone call and basically was 100% accountable. She understands what it is. We're sitting here every day talking about what men ain't, what women ain't, what is the solution? We can't keep talking about the fact that men aren't existing and raising their children. There aren't, 
a lot of these guys ain't even there. Psychologically, they still little boys. And the sad part is, ladies, no disrespect, but you're getting impregnated by, by them because you're enticed by their looks. Stop listening to words and start listening to actions. Stop listening to words and start listening to actions. I have a family member right now who's impregnated by a guy who doesn't take care of his first kid by another woman. And then she's mad at the fact that he's starting to neglect her. But I'm like, why are you so surprised when he did it to the first kid's mother? And the sad part is his son is named Junior. He had the nerve to give the kid a Junior. Are you kidding me? You don't even take care of your kid and his name is Junior. And you dare get pregnant by a guy like that? And then you're mad at your results. So in this predicament, who's the accountable one? It's her. And I'm going to tell her what it is. Because that man should have been every bit of a red flag. He should have been a red, blue, silver, green, every flag color that you could find. He should have been it. Every flag. But again, there's no accountability. Right? Ladies, I love you enough where I got to tell you the truth because I view you physically and mentally as my sisters. Sometimes siblings tell each other things that we don't want to hear, right? And this is me being honest with you. A lot of y'all are strong enough to raise these young men by yourselves because you knew you was going to have to raise that kid by yourself the day you got impregnated by that man because you knew he wasn't about it. But yet and still, we're going to keep complaining about someone that we knew was what he was before he even had a child. You knew what it was. Let's just call it what it is. Right? And stop being upset about reality. And start working on ourselves, being our better selves. A lot of us need to start holding ourselves more accountable. We have a, a problem in today's society. 85% of men incarcerated come from single mothers. 85%. That is a very high statistic. So then we ask, where the, where the good men at? Just because they're incarcerated don't mean they weren't good men. Some men are in jail because they try to provide for their family. Some men are in jail because they didn't know how to be a man. Some men are in jail because this is what they thought was the right thing to do. We got to get out of our feelings. Start holding ourselves more accountable and start making better decisions. Until then, we're going to keep having the same problems. The problem is, there's a bunch of men who don't know how to be men and ultimately going to teach the young men how not to be men. I grew up in an environment that basically told me I was more alpha than more women I could manipulate and take advantage of. This was my mentality. The more women I could manipulate, the more women I could take advantage of, the more women I could sleep with, it made me always told that this is what's alpha. Right? And it's sad because it's a repetitive thing. But if we don't talk about these scenarios and these logistics and these reasoning, why do you think the problem is still there? Man, I'm going to tell you the truth. Some of you men aren't blessed because you're too busy out here hurting God's daughters. And you're going to hate me for saying the truth. Some of you men are not blessed because you're out here too busy hurting God's children. Your whole objective is to take advantage of a woman. That's all you care about. Nothing more, nothing less, because you're insecure and it makes you feel better about your bum self. Yeah, I said the word bum. It takes a bum to take advantage of a woman, knowing that's not your intentions. 
a man would tell her what it is and give her an option to walk away. That's what a man would do. I respect any man that says, yo, you know what? I don't want nothing more than a sexual encounter. That's a man. Not telling her I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I think you're the one. I love you. I think you're this, you're that. Knowing that I never had no, never had a, a moment's thought that I really wanted to go further than what today is. That's a sad person. But guess what we're going to call out a man? Let's change our mentalities, guys. Let's work on becoming a better version of ourselves. Whoever don't want to hear the truth, stay off the podcast. Whoever want to hear the truth, keep enjoying the content. But the ones, and I'm going to ask this, the ones that tend to not be doing better is the ones that's not embracing the truth. There is no way you're going to become your better self getting in your sensitive feelings. I don't care that you're mad that the truth is being said. Right? It's the truth. I come from a single mother. I come from the hood. I come from everything of there. I've been incarcerated. I can sit down and go over a laundry list of things I've done. But the best thing I've done today in 2023 is hold myself accountable to the poor decisions I've ever made. I stopped making excuses and I started working on myself. Yes, my dad wasn't in my life. Yes, I grew up in the hood. Typical story. But if one person can make it out of this predicament, so can another. So let's stop using it as an excuse and start working on ourselves, becoming our better selves. Ladies, whatever your mother is and what she ain't, it has nothing to do with you. Your mother is not a puppet master. She do not hold the strings on your back with making choices. You are your choices. So let's hold yourself accountable to your decisions. Stop blaming your neighborhoods. Stop blaming the fact that your daddy wasn't there, so you're going to take advantage of men. That's what a lot of women do too. I take advantage of men because of the fact that your daddy wasn't there. So guess what? You're going to run around and look for every red flag man there is and get in bed with him and then be mad at your results. Wow. That's ignorant. Let's change this mentality so we can get better results. Till next time, guys. Love on your brothers. Till next time, ladies. Love on your sisters as we love on each other. Let's stop making excuses and start fixing today's society. Stop being so sensitive because sensitivity is the reason why tons of people are never going to get to the level they want to get to. As long as you keep making excuses, your mind is going to ultimately keep believing your foolishness. You tell yourself a lie enough, a lie becomes the truth. Until next time, do me a favor. Don't let that go over your head. <laughs>